Hi, I'm Tammy Sorensen of Sound Expressions. Welcome to episode number 13 of Digging Deeper in December. Be sure to check out episodes 1, 2, and 3 for the introduction and specifics of this podcast series. For today's podcast, I begin with several powerful truths from Luke chapter 13 in the Passion Translation, pertinent to now. I conclude today's podcast psalming in 528 hertz tuning. Be sure to listen to episode number one for an explanation of psalming. Luke chapter 13 discusses true repentance, the parable of the barren tree, Jesus' healing on the Sabbath, two parables about the kingdom, the way of the kingdom, and Jesus' sorrow over Jerusalem. We begin with Luke chapter 12, verses 10 through 13. One Sabbath day, while Jesus was teaching in the synagogue, he encountered a seriously handicapped woman. She was crippled and had been doubled over for 18 years. Her condition was caused by a demonic spirit of bondage that had left her unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her condition, he called her to him and gently laid his hands on her. Then he said, Dear woman, you are free. I release you forever from this crippling spirit. Instantly, she stood straight and tall and overflowed with glorious praise to God. We, more often than not, misunderstand healing. Healing, for the most part, is a process, a journey. Sickness is never from God. Healing is always God's will. He is Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. Jesus was tortured beyond recognition to purchase healing for all who would put their complete trust in him as their healer. The reality? Physical issues are majorly connected to emotional, mental, spiritual, environmental, diet, and generational issues. It can be overwhelming if we really stop to think about it, especially if we have spent decades walking through a healing process. As humans, as Christians, as believers, we oftentimes come up with all kinds of Christian speak, misconceptions, misstatements, and wrong beliefs specific to healing, simply because answering why it manifests for some in this realm and not for others can be a mystery. Our speaking untruths as truths only pours gasoline on the fire of the issue of healing. Neither is the situation enhanced by someone pointing fingers and blaming one's lack of faith for not receiving it. Jehovah God alone holds that authority. The only keys to solving this mystery of miracles, the mystery of healing, is Holy Spirit and the Word. If we are listening to His voice and following His leading, standing in the faith of Christ, and on his word, so also will be the word that I speak. It does not return to me unfulfilled. My word performs my purpose and fulfills the mission I sent it out to accomplish. Isaiah 55 verse 11. Only then can we fully trust the end result of healing in our Heavenly Father's hands in the power of Jesus. Healing manifested in Jesus' day and healing will always be available to those who seek Him as their healer. I give testimony to numerous miraculous healings in our family over the years. Our daughter received her healing of hydrocephalus in my womb. 
I have been healed from major injuries due to a tractor manure spreader auto accident I incurred, along with fibromyalgia and a severe case of C19. Our son was healed of kidney disease. My husband was healed of pigment dispersion syndrome, a DVT, a massive PE, and most recently being hospitalized for life-threatening Delta variant. There are other issues such as my thyroid and neuropathy for my husband we continue to wrestle with, chronic sinus and chronic stomach for my other son, trusting the one whose plans for us are always turning it all to good. The parables Jesus taught in Luke chapter 12 verses 18 through 20, the seed and the yeast, are specific to multiplication. Everything about the kingdom involves multiplication, being fruitful, bearing much fruit, measures of faith, making disciples, plural, going from glory to glory, from Abraham and Jacob to Joshua and Caleb to David and Israel to Jesus laying down his life so that we could gain it, the greater works he said we would do, to yet through it all, the good news of heaven's kingdom will be proclaimed all over the world, providing every nation with a demonstration of the reality of God. And after that, the end of this age will arrive in Matthew 24, verse 14. Luke chapter 12, verse 24a, there is a great cost for anyone to enter through the narrow doorway into God's kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is made available to all through Jesus, but it cost Jesus everything. It cost him his life. It cost him the eternal realm in heaven that he left to walk on earth as a man and walk out the journey he purchased on our behalf. Why do we think it should cost us nothing and that we can live this life however we want to because we have a free ticket to heaven? Yes, his salvation is a free gift, Romans 6.23. For sin's meager wages is death, but God's lavish gift is life eternal found in your union with our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. It's given to all who receive him, John 1:12. but those who embraced him and took hold of his name, he gave authority to become the children of God. Yes, believing in him writes our names in his eternal book of life, Revelations 13, verse 8. However, the disciples in Jesus' day fully demonstrated what it means to follow Jesus and to live the kingdom of heaven on earth. They left all to follow him. Life revolved around Jesus and his kingdom from the moment they said yes until the moment they left this earth. Did they do it perfectly? Absolutely not. Will we? Absolutely not. I've stated this before, but it's worth repeating. The kingdom of heaven is a lifestyle. It's the lens for living this life supernaturally guided by the word himself through the power of Holy Spirit. Revelations chapter 3 verses 15 and 16 states it clearly. I know all that you do, and I know that you are neither frozen in apathy nor fervent with passion. How I wish you were either one or the other, but because you are neither hot nor cold, but lukewarm, I am about to spit you from my mouth. His kingdom is 24-7. It's impossible to live kingdom in our own strength. We rest in are dependent upon and put complete trust in Jesus to live his life in us 
through us and for us, through the power of his word and in the power of Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the connector from heaven to earth, from Jesus to us. To sit and be who he is on the throne of our hearts and lives. Zechariah 4 verse 6 states it best. Then he said to me, This continuous supply of oil is the word of the Lord saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, of whom the oil is a symbol, says the Lord of hosts. Be blessed.